Film Photography Podcast, episode 169, October 1st, 2017. <laughs> and change. You know? Yeah? This is almost like a carryover from last show. Like, this is like... What show? <laughs> Folks listening, welcome to the show. Mark Dalzell is here. Hello. Hello. And John Fideli. Hi, how are you? Actually, John and I are I got here. top billing. Yeah, you got top <laughs> billing. Because I packed up the studio. Dad always liked you better. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared with a witty remark. So, you know, we coordinate shows, and most of the times they're done at FPPHQ. Sometimes we pack up our bags and go to the Midwest. But this is the first time ever in South Orange at the uh, Dalzell Estate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we did some texting, some pinging of texts back and forth. And, you know, one of my texts was, I don't know if I just was singular word, like pizza. I didn't think things were going to be realized. I didn't think these things were going to unfold as they did. I can't believe that this is actually happening. That Mike is sitting in your living room eating pizza. Eating my pizza, drinking my Coke. <laughs> and using your ice. Mark, where did this pizza come from? <laughs> I don't know. Last show, September 15th, we recorded eight days before September 15th. Mm-hmm. And I voiced my... Prophetic. I was, you were wishing for your... Camera. I was wishing for something that I really never. <laughs> I never well, thought would cute. happen. Yeah. George and Patrick from the Impossible Project. They were our guests on the FPP last April. Is that right? You know, and th- things were just like you know, kind of status quo. Everything I asked for, it was like... Did you uh, whisper in their ear? Well, I've been talking all over social media. Like, have you talked to them directly? I, I definitely voiced my opinion uh-uh. that the world needs, I need, mm. and the world needs a simple Polaroid one-step white rainbow camera. I mean, that's yeah. really all I want because, you know, a lot of other cameras have been popping up like Fuji came out with their Instax Square, their own camera, and then Lomography launched a Kickstarter just a few weeks ago, mm. and that, yep. that crushed say, it. And that plays the Instax Square film. Yes. You know what? Plays. what? I bet Lomo knew... And that's why they released oh, their Kickstarter so? to lock up a thousand people for their instant camera before po- yeah. now Polaroid can. That would could be drop very theirs. businessy of them. That's totally businessy. But why wouldn't you? Well, people are like what? Mr. Businessman. It what? would take Lomo like a couple of days to just quick drop a Kickstarter, yeah, and then like, insane. okay, we better go start designing this camera now. People are like, what the hell are you talked about? Not everyone knows, but so sorry, last, it's a secret. Last episode, I wished for the Polaroid one step and for film to be, gosh darn it, cheaper. Cheaper. The, I thought it was just too pricey. And then, like a day before, you know, we make the show go live, the, you know, the announcement comes that <laughs> that Polaroid is re- is is releasing new film called Polaroid Film, just like we talked mm-hmm. about. That the prices come down, mm-hmm. cheap. Yeah. Wait, I didn't hear about the prices coming down. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I didn't 15, even hear that. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars for a pack of dollars. Polaroid Film now. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, I just got to say one thing on the side now. This is like your parents get divorced, and now you got a new dad, and you don't know what you should call him. So is there no such thing as impossible anymore? Like, we're not supposed to say impossible? Yeah, that's There is question. no more impossible. If you go to Impossible Project website, it just redirects you to Polaroid. So we will never, that's a word that we can't use anymore. So now it's just, when we say Polaroid, you all know we mean what used to be impossible. In no time at all. That's very no confusing. That's weird, right? In a very short time, when you mention the Impossible Project, it'll be like an alternate place. People aren't going to know what you're talking about. They'll be like, what are you talking about? It's Polaroid. Yeah. They're going right. to be thinking exactly. about Polaroid past. It's like Polaroid. It's Polaroid. Like, oh, They're going to be thinking exactly. about Polaroid past. Polaroid. 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 Polaro
Polaroid announced a one-step white rainbow camera, mm. and yeah. you can also get it in granite, which of course is black. When can I get this camera? You could. I can get it today. I could go order it right now on my phone. You can. How much? But you should really buy it from the FPP online store. Oh, wait. Yeah. It's, it's going to be in stock by the third week of October. Will it come with a free, free pack of film? I'll give you a free pack of film. Hey! <laughs> so, this pizza is from Jacarli's Pizza in Orange, New Jersey. For all of your pizza needs. Jacarli's. Jacarli's. I like it. Good. I like it. Hey, Jacarli's. Looks a little sloppy to me, but I'm not eating it. It's because I got extra cheese. Ugh. People think, people think I was talking to my pizza. I was like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> you're so cute. Come here. But oh, it, look, his leg is jumping. But it's uh, your dog's. Yes. And these yeah. are what? Bees on freeze? Uh, close. It's pronounced Basenji. Bees on knees. <laughs> if you check my photo stream and search for the word Basenji, you'll see them. Yeah, if you read this hey, call, wait, just, just to pat you on the back Read that quick. fragment Chad of email. Chad from Boise, uh, Idaho says, uh, three things. First thing he said, glad to have John Fidelli back. That two months sans... John just weren't the same. Uh, also, too, I also backed the Lomo Square camera, my first Lomography camera, and he got in on the 24-hour price. Good move. Nice. And third, how excited are you for Polaroid's original announcement yesterday? You nailed it. Are you some kind of clairvoyant? A Miss, what is this? A Jersey Miss Cleo. <laughs> remember Miss Cleo? <laughs> yeah. You don't remember Miss Cleo as a big Jamaican woman? You're like, she's a Miss Cleo, I tell you. She was like a TV psychic. Oh. Yeah. So, so Chad, Chad is giving you props. Maybe I have psychic ability. I'm not, I haven't. You got your finger on the pulse of the business world of the film. Of the square film. I think that. Uh, King of the squares. I certainly hope for, it, for yeah. Polaroid. I think that it's going to blow the doors off. All right, here's the official release. The One Step 2 is an analog instant camera for the modern era, blending classic design with contemporary style. It's inspired by Polaroid's original One Step, but updated to create a simple, easy-to-use instant camera that works straight out of the box. It's got high-quality lens and a powerful flash to give you great photos every time. And its long-lasting rechargeable battery means you'll always be ready to shoot. Whether you're on a brief excursion or a journey round the world. Round the world. Not Is that your Casey Kasem? Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles. <laughs> that was good. I think that was like my 70s game show host. That was good. That was good Casey Kasem. Yeah, I thought so too. The cameras. And now, a long-distance dedication. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Oh, geez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Geez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. The camera's $99.99. That's the price? 100 bucks. That's cheap. That's good, right? Uh, That's really are you good. you getting one? I would ah, strongly consider getting one. Wow, that's surprising. Especially, you know, you know what it is? The what? camera... The camera, ninety nine yeah. bucks, one ninety nine, whatever. I don't, you know, if the camera was two hundred, I would still buy it. The fact that the film is now fifteen bucks, mm. that's what makes me want to buy it. Because now I can take a picture for a dollar rather than, or you know, dollar fifty rather than three, four dollars. I thought that's, the film was cheaper. So now, is this? Do they have the Polaroid formula or all the impossible? No, it was, it was issue, never that. They it's because they, they don't have the chemicals anymore. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we're doing a lot of talking here, but the bottom line is Polaroid. 
Impossible and Polaroid have united. They're one company now. All of the, all of the websites, everything now is Polaroid. Well, I can't wait to get my hands yeah. on the Polaroid, the new Polaroid One Step. The film it takes, by the way, is not SX70. It's the 600, which is fine. Mm. It takes what's called I-type film, which means there's no battery in the film. The battery's in the camera. Oh, okay. The camera has a flash built in. Are they making... It's called I-type film. Are they're, but they're still doing the SX70 stuff. Still SX70, 600, and Spectra for vintage cameras. Great. It's all new packaging. About that. It's like this happened like overnight. It's crazy. As we know, things don't happen overnight, Mike. No, they don't. They've been very well. This is a secret that's been very well kept. Yeah, and, um, especially it's, from you. It's still it's twenty bucks a pack on. You mean when you talked to those people and you were saying, "Oh, you should lower your price and you should do that," they weren't like kind of like looking at each other like, <laughs> "Oh my God, he knows." Should we say something? Should we yeah. tell him? No, no, don't say anything. I mean, they must have known. Oh, here it is, Patrick, yeah, George, sixteen dollars. Do you guys listen? I don't know. Sixteen dollars. Did you know? Color. Did you know that I knew? They because, knew and they couldn't say because I'm clairvoyant. <laughs> maybe you suck the information out of their brains while you're standing next to them. Oh, maybe I have that ability. If I stand yeah. next to someone, you know what they know, right? That's great. Oh, don't stand next to me. <laughs> <laughs> John's like, I hate you find this out, show. You find out horrible things. Yeah. Well, you so, want to, what do you want to talk about? You want to read so, a letter? So that's what's going on, folks. It's gonna, you're going to hear lots of that's news. That's big news. Yeah, that's a big that's, news. That's pretty big news. Yeah. That's cool. That's great that's news. Big news. Big news. FPP is going to restock all of the film, the camera, the whole kit and caboodle. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be out there partying my camera like it's... 1989. <laughs> like it's 2011. <laughs> and it's going to be very exciting. Uh, how about a letter? How okay. about, Yeah. You want to read about someone just giving you some love? Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, this is from Erin Walker, assistant to Amy McCready, Positive Parenting Solutions. I don't know if that's relevant, but... Okay. First off, let me say I just discovered your podcast this summer. I'm up to season three. You are all amazing, and I love your passion for this. I recently returned to my filmy roots this year after a good friend gave me her old Canon AE-1 program. I shot film in high school like 25 years ago, didn't we all? Uh, the last week of school, some a-hole stole my father's K-1000 and Whoa. three lenses. Does it really say that? Well, it's, it doesn't say a-hole. It says the whole word. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'm the, I'm, I'm, I thought John's adding. No. That, that's already the censored version. That's censored, yes. Okay. Uh, he was so pissed and pretty sure I pawned it. <laughs> and after 25 years, I'm still heartbroken. He blamed her. You pawned my camera. That's a horrible thing. I hope you're over that, Aaron. Uh, I'm on a quest to find the same camera in an antique store. Finding it on eBay or the interwebs just isn't the same as getting to hold it in your paws and peer through the viewfinder with your very own peepers. <laughs> uh, she has since begun developing at home and about to snag one of your C41 kits to do color. C41. Great. See, you're turning a lot of people on to that. I just bought a couple new ones myself last week. And uh, I think inspired by Mark, I also repaired a Brownie 620 myself. And I must say, I love that thing, too. I took your See advice. That, and You've inspired someone. I took your advice and yeah. modified it a bit so it will accept 120 film. Game changer. Cool. All right. Thanks so much for your podcast. Lots more love. Uh, signed, Aaron. Your fan forever, your fan. That's what's exciting about the FPP and what we do with film. If what we do, us just like yammering and talking and being excited... If that shifts 
and alters someone else's perspective perspective and, and life to take on a craft. They're like, that, yeah, if these three dopes can do it, I can do it. That's very exciting. This is Nicola, founder of Film Ferrania, and you are listening to the Film Photography Podcast. Meanwhile, in Italy... Meanwhile, yes. back in Italy. Film Ferrania. Ferrania, yep. I've got my P30 in the freezer. I've got to use it. Now... Uh, folks listening, most of you, you like Mike. I know, I know. We know all about it. We listen to the show. <laughs> what show? <laughs> Kickstarter, Film Ferrania. They were launching new color positive film. Mark, did you opt out of your getting your positive film for the black and white? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you received your black and white P thirty film. I Ferrania. did. I got my five rolls in the freezer, F- four in the freezer, and one in my bag that I keep meaning to load. Now, do you ever like? get a film and shoot it quickly you seem to be a very much a freezer kind of guy like you get your film and then it'll go on ice for maybe a year yeah i I get so much film i have multiple freezers full of film just because i get so much of it and i know like i I could throw it in my bag and then it could sit in my bag for a year or two by the time i finally get around to it because i've got at least a dozen cameras at any given time that already have film in them that i need to finish up weren't you anxious to like shoot one roll of the film for ania p30 Yes. Yes. So sometime relatively soon. That, yeah, that means in the next few months I will shoot it. That's anxious. But yeah, like the slow the, photography the behind you is, you know, cameras that still have film in them. And I have cameras all over the house and all over the studio that still have film that I got to finish up. So yes, but I will get to it. How about you, John? Do you shoot quickly or no? No. I'm oh. not quite as bad as him, but. What about this? Oh, now what? What made you shoot that, that quickly? Because we were talking about going to yeah. talk about it. This is just—it's a camera that's been on my list for a few years to shoot, and, and that's the Kodak Plus X film. Yes, Plus X, but a very special format of Plus X that we'll talk about in a little we'll while. Talk about it. today on this, this show. What show? Yeah, now that we're forty minutes into the show, today on the show we're going to be talking about something we've never talked about, and if we did talk about it, we just touched upon it. We deleted the files. <laughs> something that. <laughs> I was going to talk about the alternate universe. Did you watch Twin Peaks? Yeah. Do you think we're in... I feel like I'm in an alternate parallel universe. Right? We are Lodge. literally in the Black Lodge as we speak. We are, because like, here I am. Like, See why am I you in South? 25 years. Like, why am I sitting here in South Orange recording? Why am I not at this FPP studio? Oh, maybe me and Yeah, and that's a banana you're talking into. <laughs> I don't know if we should tell the people at home what actually happened. No, best not. No. They don't need to know. It's more spontaneous. They don't need to know how stupid. We'll tell you this doesn't have to make it on the air. We'll tell you at the end. Okay. We'll, we'll put it on the air at the end backwards, like oh, Twin Peaks style. Yeah, That's there great. You go. And they have to decipher it. Entering the town of Twin Peaks. It's five miles south of the Canadian border, 12 miles west of the state line. I've never seen so many trees in my life. Now, folks, on Showtime, there's a series called Twin Peaks The Return. And people at home are like... We know. We know what you We live on Earth. <laughs> I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. So, folks listening, if you're listening, send us a, a, a note, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Hi. Uh, let us know, ha, are, are you shooting the film for Anya P30? That's their black and white film. And do you love it? Do you yeah. like it? Yeah. What do you think about it? Are you getting uh, the... <laughs> 
Are you getting the Polaroid One Step, which, by the way, you can order from the FPP online store in just a few weeks if you can if you can hold out. I, I know we can't hold out. Leslie didn't hold out. She's like trigger no. happy. She's great like that. Yeah. She's the exact opposite. She's always shooting. She's silly. Buying from the FPP online store fuels this show yeah. and our school donation program. And pizza needs. That's, that's right. Well, Mark paid for the pizza. Oh, that's all right. We do not get paid. There's no one drawing a salary from the Film Photography Project. We, nope. need to, we pay for things to get things done. Get it done. Yeah. Shipping and stuff. And that, is my, my friends at home, is what makes this podcast special. Because people like... Special. Oh, you know, you're always hawking that store. You know, store, store. That's not... Listen. No, no, no. There's a reason for it. It's not like a commercial edge of, like, I'm here to hawk the... Like, no. No. It keeps us going. Mike needs to gas up his rolls. (laughs) (laughs) You know, last show we talked about the large 116, 616 film. Mm -hmm. I'm just taking any available uh, resources... Trying to get backing paper made, trying to get spools made, I, I, and you know we don't, I don't do Kickstarters. Mm-hmm. I just do it, and you that's just, you I, do kick ass. Is yeah, I think do. that's what's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Moving forward, as long as I have my hands on film every day, and today, which we still haven't told people what we're talking about today, <laughs> they're still there. Yeah, <laughs> the opposite of one sixteen. So over the summer. I caught the, the... I don't know where I got the itch from. I, you know, i tell you where I got the itch from. Well, it wasn't me. Let I watched. Let me tell you thoroughly. what the format is. It's called Minolta 16. I got the itch because Mike Caputo... Aloha. In Hawaii. He is a filmmaker. Did you say aloha? I did. He's a filmmaker who That's shoots great. surfing movies on 16. Oh, right. And when I bought my Canon Scoopic... 16 millimeter film camera, Scoopic. motion picture camera. I went on, I went crazy on social media, like showing it off like a proud father, uh-huh. like people do when they have a child. Mm-hmm. And Mike saw it, and he's like, "Oh, I, you know, I used to have a Scoopic." And he now shoots with the I can't pronounce it, but maybe you remember from mm-hmm. film school, the Russian Kronok. Remember the Russian camera? I just remember it was a Russian camera. Yeah, I knew, I knew the name of it. Well, that's what Mike has. Khrushchev. No. So when he saw I was shooting 16, he just sent me an email. He's like, hey, uh, I see you're shooting, testing 16. I have a, a freezer full of 16. I'm not going to shoot it all. Do you want some? And he sent me this huge box hmm. of 16 millimeter film that I've been shooting at band practice with you guys. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I was just so touched that he would just send me a box of film. You know, he gets it. He understands that, you know, so... Now that I had all this 16 film and I've been shooting motion picture test footage, I think it dawned on me one morning. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. There's that Minolta 16, that spy camera format. That takes 16. And then our good friend Dan Nanoburger. Nanoburger. Who, a few years ago, he did a special report from us from the, uh, what's that show over in Germany? Oh, right. What's the big? Fortuna. Fortuna. Yeah. Uh, hello, uh, Nanoburger here, and I am uh, at uh, Photokino 2014 at the Impossible Project booth. He's just a great guy, always keeping in touch with the FPP. And then he occasionally emails me talking about folks who take 16 film and reload their 110 cartridges. Mm-hmm. So 16 millimeter film is it's the same size as 110 film, except it has sprockets. 
And it is this the film that is used in the Minolta 16, hence the name, Minolta 16. So now I had all this film of like, oh, holy smokes. Hmm. I, went on, I foolishly went on, even though I, ha- I have a few of these, but... He ignored pa- his own advice. They're packed away when I moved from Butler. Mm-hmm. The FPV moved from I have Butler. I have no idea where they are. They're really packed away. And my good friend Carter Stevens gave me one as well. It's in this little... I don't know where it is. So I went on eBay for $35. I bought a Minolta 16PS camera kit. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Because, of course, Mark Dalzell has a collection over there. Mm-hmm. Of I, I love these. You, have, you can't have just one. You have an array. Yeah. Uh, John, unbeknownst to me, I've forgotten yes. that you had one. one. Yep. Uh, Leslie has at least one. Everybody, these pop up everywhere. Everybody's got one. But when I did an eBay search, now we'll save it for the show. What show? We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Oh. Beautiful pictures in minutes with Pronto, Polaroid's low-priced automatic, and the new Super Clear SX70 film. It's clear it's got to be Pronto. It's clear it's got to be Pronto. It's clear Polaroid's Pronto. What do you say? Pronto! Hey, we're back. Okay, folks. Now, the great thing about this topic, to me at least, and I think to you as well, is that these are formats we never really talked about before, and it's really cool. Does a Minox take 16-millimeter film? Or yes. Oh, it does. Yeah. So well, the Minox. I mean, Minox is a company, but that particular Minox they sub-mini, make a camera very similar to this. Yes, that looks just like us and S- similar. So yeah, they who, have. Who their, came there, first? Are, there are multiples. Who I think the first? Minox is definitely Minox first. was first. Yeah, there are multiple miniature cameras. Even uh, uh, who is it? Universal camera was it? Universal that makes the um, this is good. Makes the Mercury. Cold. No, not Universal. Who makes the Mercury? This is good. Thanks. It's special. Just got that today. It's fresh. Fresh. To rot your stomach. For now, I'm blanking on the name of the company. <laughs> the company that makes the Mercury, the, the parking meter looking camera, half frame, yes. my, one of my crazy cameras. They made a little 16 millimeter camera that uh, that attached on pigeons in like World War One that uh, that would fly over battlefields and take pictures. Get the hell so, out of here! Yeah, they've been doing Amazing. tiny film forever. Amazing. Anyway, so the Mina. So, folks, there, there's different types of spike. There, there's spike cameras, right? Yes. Sub-miniatures, sub they call them. Yeah. So you have, and of course, if you Google this, you'll find like there are sub-mini clubs. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, these threads and bulletin boards, these clubs and groups on the web have been around since, remember in the 90s, the bulletin boards? Oh, yeah. The Google. <laughs> you know, when you had your... Uh, well, those are the kind of guys that would definitely... Yeah, the BBSs. Bulletin. When you had your Gateway 2000 computer. <clears throat> yeah. You know. Gateway. Link swaps. Yeah. Like your Pent- uh, Pentium 1. All right, man. You know, and you had 64 megabytes of RAM. Yeah. yeah. Juicy. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. So, yeah, like Submin, that's the big one. If you go to S-U-B-M-I-N. So do the Minox, com. I'm guessing the Minox, they also use 16 millimeter film. Yes, different I cartridge. So. The cartridge isn't universal. Yes, with the cartridge is different. The film itself is the same. I, I cannot tell you whether or not it uses sprocketed or what. I don't know. The only one I know is the Minolta. So. It's the only hey, one that matters right Hey, now. you folks out there, no podcast of filmphotographyproject.com. We, <laughs> we never claim to know anything. No. The only thing I know is that my hands are on film every single day of my life. <laughs> there isn't a day that goes by I'm not like Touching feeling film. and caressing 
film. Well, how many different uh, flavors of uh, Minolta 16 do we have today? What do we got today? We got uh, one, two, three, four, at least four different ones here. You, you have one there that has two different Rokor lenses on top of it. The filter? Yeah. Is that, yeah. No, it says it's engraved. Like it says, you know, in Japan and right up here. Yeah. Well, John, may I ask? Why did they engrave on that one? What's the deal with that? Well, this is, this is the one. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves. These are two different cameras. Okay. Well, John, let me ask you because I was... You've got a two. These I, are both twos. I've got a two. I had forgotten... And John and Mike's is. I had forgotten that John had one, and this is before... It even dawned on me to experiment with this format, and I wasn't aware Mark had them, or maybe I was, but just it just didn't click. John, how how was it you got this? Like, how did you get this camera? Uh, a man died, and it was in his apartment. No, come on, that's the truth. Yeah, and a beloved. You, did you get of, away? <laughs> of course, I got the camera. And you knew a family member or something? <clears throat> Lisa, he was a very good friend of my wife, Lisa, and myself. And uh, we were charged with uh, emptying, murder, murder, emptying emptying out his apartment, and uh, it would totally figure that Sandy, the guy that we got it from, would have one of these because he was onto a lot of conspiracies and corporate. uh, He may have been guilty of corporate, uh, you know, espionage. I don't want to say that. I don't know, but if anybody would have a camera, it would have been our beloved Sandy. You think he used it for business purposes? I think so. Here it goes. Am I three feet away? Wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. How come yeah. you have a... How, where'd you get a shoe? Did you... Uh, shut up. <laughs> Did you... <laughs> shut up. What, what was I your aperture sensor? Because three is too close. Oh, I have it at um, uh, 60th of a second. Yeah. For that's, flash. That's not the aperture. Oh, uh, F 5.6. Yeah, it might be okay. Oh, it might be a little close. Oh, it's ISO 25. Oh, well, that's, oh. No, because you, cause you're... Your focusing is determined by your aperture on those because the, the the focus is at like at eight feet or something. So you have to stop. Oh no, it. I have the filter on. Oh, you got a close up? Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Save oh, it for the show. Well, uh, I you put a three foot. Well, you on. asked me. All right, so yeah, I, I want to know if I. Do you think I'm three feet? Yeah, you're about four. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think I should make it f eight? No, well then it doesn't matter if you've got the 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 if you got the the um, lens on then it's fine. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> All right, so you... Who's, so, got, who's got two thumbs and so clear sinuses? So you have a camera that belonged to a man who's no longer on this earth. Yep. Don't we all? Yep. Yeah. I think all the cameras <laughs> I own are from dead people. So when you got it, what did you do? Did you I start? immediately started to look for film because you were like, oh, John, they don't make film for that, John. Because I'm like, oh, Mike, look at this cool camera I got. And you're like, they don't make film for that. So immediately I went on eBay and I found a guy... Oh, this guy. What happened to the film? This guy. It doesn't say the, the guy's name, but yes, this film comes from Texas, and this guy uh, must have rolled his own. Doyle Jet. And he had, at the time, he had black and white and color. The box. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he printed it at it's home. Like eight-bit printing. Yeah, even. It's like, <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, and I bought five rolls of it. Looks and like I, something that came out of China shot in the one, and I've got great. the other four in my fridge, and I completely forgot about this camera till We, we rejuvenated re, the topic. You, we rejuvenated. You, you poked my brain, and I was like, oh. Both of us rejuvenated. Oh, geez. I have one of those, too. And I have some film. So you shot a roll. It's in here. I got to get it developed. Okay. And uh, where's here's the uh, the guy must have made his own cartridges. Yeah, um, that's very cool. What well, he did there. A few fo- a few nice people who posted on Facebook when I posted about Minolta 16 mentioned 
oh, I don't have a like a few people don't have a cartridge. Do you think this could be reused? Don't open it though yeah. because there's film in there. Yeah, I, so I just take. It. I understand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I just you wanted just to remind you. And it pops open. So I've got one right here. Is this the same thing? Because this seems a little flimsy. Yeah, I mean the the, the real Still ones plastic. are a little flimsy, but yeah. it's fine. I can reload that for you. Okay, yeah. Take care of business. Here, I got a dark bag in the kitchen. You can reload it right now. All right, cool. Oh, look at that. And this is ASA 400 color film. 400? That's nice. Yeah. This guy, whoever this gentleman was that you bought this from a few years ago on, on eBay, he's not there now. Nope. No, we did a he check. Could, he's this, this guy, could he could be slitting his own film as well. He probably He probably had a ton of stuff and sold it. Because I know he had multiple. Four hundred speed he was color film. He's probably cutting down gold, 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 gold or at something. At the time yeah. I bought it, if I remember correctly, he had multiple lots of five camera or five rolls and three rolls, black and white. You know, multiple lots. Do you recall what it, what you paid, or is too long ago? I I, I want to say I got five rolls, and it was either sixty or eighty bucks for the five rolls. Okay, that's about right. Yeah. That sounds reasonable. Of which I still have four left. One so now I'm, I'm going to, because you may be asking, well, John's just going to hand it to me. He's okay. gonna, I say, oh, hey, who, whose process is this? You want that one? Whoa, I knew that was going to happen. Well, um, I'm going to make some calls. I'm guessing that our uh, new friends at Film Rescue do it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? They're up, in Can- they're up in Canada. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. If it's C41 or black and white, I'm guessing the darkroom.com will do it. What are we talking about? 16? We're yeah. talking about Minolta 16. Yeah. Yeah. So now, how do I, what do I put it in? I take it out of the cartridge in the dark bag, and then what do I put it in to transport oh, it? Does he need to put this in a dark bag to reload? Well, you don't, but you don't want to mail your cartridge away, is yeah, what I he's saying. My, put it in oh. a, get, get a black 35 millimeter cartridge, a canister. Yeah. Put Just it in chuck that. it in there and then label. Tin foil it and put a big label on the outside that says exposed film. 16 millimeter C41, you know, as much as you can put on oh. the outside. Oh, I'm going to take care of that for you. I'm gonna or just, you think oh. they, do you think they would send it back? You know what I could put no. in here for you? What? Lomo purple film. Yes. That's my fave. Have you shot it yet? Yes, I have. Have I you scanned it. anything yet? Yes, absolutely. Have you shot like your children with it? And, like, I shot beach oh, and how did it children. Look? It looked crazy. I love it. That and the red scale. The oh, red how? scale is super crazy. How do you like the red scale? Oh my God! I you, shot in in Disney. It oh. it looks like I shot. It looks like Disney on Mars. What's the what's the yeah. ISO of the purple? Uh, one hundred to four hundred. Yeah. Oh, Sliding. it's so you could you could you could do some purple red scale. Oh. Oh, I never thought of purple red scale. Since you're just rolling it up into a little ball for this stuff anyway, you just roll it backwards. Uh, or what some people do? Shoot it at fifty. There was a thread on Flickr about shooting. Lomo Purple and getting a processed E6 slide. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's interesting. There's a lot of evil in like? the world. <laughs> <laughs> What's it look like? So, lo- I don't know. They, I don't no know. one posted any images. Ah, it's a mystery. So, Lomo Purple is a film that Lomography makes. It is a faux infrared. It's, you don't need any filters. It's standard C41 processing. It's for dummies. Comes in 16 millimeter serial. Serial. I mean serious. That's a new word I'm using. Serial. Got it. Okay. (laughs) It comes in 35 millimeter and comes in 120. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, It comes in Super 8 now, too. Really? Weird. Lomo Purple and Super 8. What's going on here? When are you going to catch that bug? 
Markdown. Yeah, no, I'm he not seeing it. Sooner or later. He will sooner. I'm not seeing. It. I dipped my toe in Lomo Kino. That's about as far as I'm going to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So people at home, you're like, you know, my, you know, Mike, I really like the show, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Mark, can you lead this conversation? Elucidate us, us. Tell us what Minolta 16 is. Well, Mike, that only <laughs> took an hour. I know. It did almost for the guy who's still listening. The Minolta, <laughs> the Minolta 16 was a, as you may have surmised by now, a 16 millimeter film using miniature, sub-miniature, uh, what people refer to as a spy camera, but just a little tiny pocket camera. It's that classic one you always see in the spy movies where the agent takes a, takes a picture of the, of, the, of the secret document, it's- and then the camera closes, and then you take another one. It's the very same camera I used to take pictures of pussy galore. <laughs> yeah. The Minolta 16 camera, introduced in 1957. Um, there are really? plenty of other 16-millimeter film-using cameras out there, like dozens, dozens and dozens. Different brands. All different brands. I mean, the Minox, as you already mentioned, brands you've never heard of. I mean, there's tons of them. There's Wait a th- minute. When you say dozens and dozens, do you mean more than five? <laughs> like, literally. There's, there's probably 50 companies that have made 16-millimeter still cameras out there. Like, we, uh, we've heard of the, you know, the hit cameras. You know, the little, those little tiny Japanese cameras that look like little tiny actual cameras? Yeah. Those use, like, 16 and 17-millimeter. Oh, yeah. Those are very So those cute. are the little hit cameras. And Anyway, so the 16 just happens to be probably the most popular, the most common. There were a few different variations. The one I have in my hand Told right you. here... So the one I have in my hand here, this, is the, this was the first generation and what of is that, Minolta 16. What does that one go to? What are the f-stops on that one? So this one, this gives you um, three shutter speeds oh, and it? five apertures. Oh. So you've got 25, 50, and 200 as far as s- speeds go. Do you have B mode? John. <laughs> uh, and the apertures go from 3.5 up to 11. That's important. Goes to 11, Goes John. to 11. Um, so this came out, like I said, this came out in 1957. They made it for about three years, uh, and it came with a, th- a, um, a 25 millimeter lens, uh, and that's that's what you got: your three speeds and your five apertures. Really? It was. Hmm. Continue. <laughs> uh, Continue. Good. Produces uh, 20 exposures on the on your little it's sort of if you're familiar with 110 it looks like a 110 cartridge the thing that we're all yammering on about that we all have in front of us and you can't see uh-huh. but it looks like a tiny little 110 cartridge um this was replaced by the 16 dash ii by the 16 2 model i i i i i so the 16 2 these came out in uh, 1960. So these replaced the original version. And okay. this now bumps you up to um, a full range of shutter speeds, everywhere from 30th up to 500th plus bulb. Yeah. And then your apertures now go down to 2.8 or whatever, up to 2.8 uh, to 16. So it's, you know, you, you, get, you gain a little on each end of the apertures, and you gain a whole bunch with shutter speed, especially with bulb. What's you your do. serial number on that camera? Mine starts with 5.6. Um, it's right on the side by the uh, Go fish. Oh, you always like talking like you're like looking at like the inner groove of vinyl. What's the serial I number? I just, I'm curious. Yeah. This my, is 56. My dead wax says, uh, shut up and let him talk. 567,207. <laughs> Mine's seven hundred twenty-four thousand. Ha ha! Two hundred thousand newer than yours. 
Go fish. 200,000. No, you said yours is seven. 724. Yours is 500 and something. Excuse me, Coop, while I try my hand in a little counter Esperanto. Good luck, Gordon. What was I talking about? Oh, I don't know. What were you saying, so, Mark? The 16-2. So, yeah, I say it. This came out in 1960 and was produced until 1972. So the Model 2 was produced for 12 years. They made hundreds of thousands of them. There's, so these are the ones that you usually find everywhere. I don't even know where I got my, my Model 1 from. But these you'll find everywhere. Yeah, these are more common, I guess. Yeah, they're very, they're very common. I have... Uh, now, like, is it they never improved upon this model? Well... That's debatable. Oh. There are many models that come after that, and I'll get to those when I'm done talking about this one. But the, um, the, the 16.2, very solid. Like I said, I have about five of them. Every single one of them works like a charm. You know, it's the 40, one you gave Mike. Well, I don't know what he did to it. His is back to working. Yeah. I don't know what he did. But, yeah, they work perfectly. They're solid. I mean, none of mine even are like, you know, they all look great. I don't know. Maybe they just weren't used that often, but oh. I haven't seen one yet that does not work. Yes, one right here does not work. That's not a 16.2. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there. You have purchased the lemon of the, of the 16 series. Yeah, we'll talk series. about that in a minute. Hmm. Um, so anyway, you get your full range of shutter speeds, your full range of apertures. Some very cool accessories were available for it. Um, like? I want my thingy. Okay. Give uh, this thing. I want my thingy. The thing. You could get a, a pretty good wide range of little filters that slide on the front. Mm. And um, if you look at the front of your camera, where the, the shooting lens is should just be a blank piece of metal. If you have one of oh. these, you, it may have a filter and you don't even realize it's on there. Oh, yeah, that's like right. Like John is literally realizing in front of oh, me right now. I have a UV filter He's on got there. a UV filter. Look at that. So this little piece slides on the front. If you look closely, it says on the top what it is so my camera currently has a uv filter on it mine says japan was the one the one that mike has yes says number one number one super chicken king (laughs) um it was also available with the number three what is the number one what's that what is the number one it's a three foot (laughs) close-up so that we haven't gotten into the focusing even so this is this is a fixed focus camera so to uh, so if you need to so and, and I think the the focus was at seven and a half feet or something. If you need to focus closer or farther than that, you basically need to focus using the aperture. So uh, if you if you stop it down to f sixteen, you'll now be able to focus down to like four feet. Hmm. If you need to focus closer than four feet, that's when you start dropping on your little filters. So if you've got this camera, you may already have a filter on there. If you got one of these at a yard sale or an estate sale or whatever, check to make sure you're not accidentally shooting through a number three filter. Everything yeah. you do will come out completely ah, blurry. Oh, look at that. If you've got the UV, you're fine. If you happen to get it with one of these, I'm holding the case up to the microphone like you can see what I'm talking about. Mm. If you get the little leather case with it, yes. inside the little case, there are little tiny little pockets and the, the filters are actually can be tucked in there. So, so I, look at that. Like a pouches. Little tiny pouches. It's like a pop, kangaroo with yeah, lenses. You, you pop, they're like the size of a thumbnail. Like they're so tiny. But um, it just so happens that my my mental t- my two came with it came with the UV on it, mm-hmm. and I've got the, the number one and the number three filters. There were also yellows. There can were, you stack them? No, only one can fit on the camera uh, at a time. Okay. You could physically hold it in front right, if you yeah, wanted to. I but, understand. Uh, and you could also. You could regel your UV uh, if you want. So you could you could put a you know a twenty five red over it, or you could put one of your eighty five yellows over it. So if you're shooting funny film, 
funny. Uh, if you you know you could load up infrared infrared film in it if you want, and you know you could shoot up some cool black and white, and then make yourself a little twenty five red and shoot some really high contrasty black and white. Like you can do whatever you want. Yes. Use your UV. Let your let your conscience be your guide. Go crazy on and it. And always let your conscience be your guide. Thank you, John. You're welcome. It was beautiful. Uh, to, so to actually use it. So uh, what do we got here? So oh yeah, and another another cool feature is you've got a PC port. It doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have any kind of cold shoe, hot shoe. It's completely barefoot, but it's got it. Yeah, right here oh, on the top. Yeah, so you got top, a PC man. port on the top. One of the one of the uh, accessories you could get was this little wrap around this little thingy right here. Uh huh. No one's ever seen this before. I never saw a reach around like it's that. It's a. It's a. So the spy camera is like a chunk of metal, and this this is like a wrap around. It's a belt. A wrap around. Yes, it's a metal wrap around belt that clips on. It snaps on. Has and a. It gives you a, oh, a cold shoe. Yes, cold shoe. And a tripod mount on the mm. bottom. So, again, big improvement. To, to, you stick those on. And, you know, I have, a, I have a couple of these that they came with cameras that I had bought at Estate really? Sales and whatever. Oh, I'm jealous. So, now suddenly, now you've got flash capability. And you've got tripod ability. Um, cool. To actually use the camera, what you're going to do is depress lever on bottom. The and the camera slides apart into two complete pieces. There's a little hinged door on the top that, that flips open, and you just drop your cartridge right in the top there. It's a nice, cozy little design. What's the matter? Are you confused? I was waiting for you to take the picture. He was posing. Um, professional. Yeah, it was freezing. Load the film in, flip it over to the bottom, and on the bottom, there's a little red line on your film counter. You guys pay attention to this part. Okay. It should most likely be on E when you, when you first have this camera. Um, what you're going to do is use your finger and just move it ahead to the red S. Oh, you know, both John... Either direction, well, that's doesn't matter. I texted... Well, the clo- you go the shorter way. I texted you, basically accusing you of giving me a bump. Ah. Like, hey, the camera works, but the counter doesn't work. Right. Stupid. You have to manually bump it to S, and then you click the camera back together, and now your, your little, there's a little window on the bottom that gives you your frame counter. So you're on S. Pop it once, pop it twice, pop it three times. Now it says 20. So now you have 20 shots remaining, and it counts uh, down to one, and then backwards. E, which means exposed. Nice. So it counts backwards, and when you see E, you know you're done. I've already gotten emails from FPP listeners who are like, I have one in my drawer. I have one on my shelf. I have- sure you do. Great. Yes. Well, it's a fun little camera. So, um, don't, so don't forget to um, yes. pop it open. Don't forget to set it to the S before you close the camera. Most important thing when you're using this camera. Yes. I got my film loaded. The camera is closed. You pop it open oh, to take the shot. You click it. You close it. That cocks it. That advances the film and cocks it. When I open the camera again, even if I don't take a shot, if I close it again, I've just wasted a frame. Stupid. How, how do you store it? Once you take your shot, what do you do? Once, once you take the shot, just leave it. close it. Walk away. Okay. Wait till your next shot. So you basically keep the camera closed unless you are, you're about to take a picture. Okay. You keep your finger off the trigger unless you're ready to take the shot. Don't be stupid, you so moron. So now I get here, oh, something amazing is about to happen. Open the camera. Now you're ready to shoot. Because if you don't take that shot, 
So it's now like, you're walking around with a half cocked camera, or you just close it and you and you waste a shot. So that's the most important thing because this is such a cool little camera that. You want to show it off to people and make, hey, look what it does. Look, what it, does. it does that. Really cool, right? Waste half a roll of film. I just wasted. Listen to it in bulb mode. Ooh, yours sounds a little bulb mode. Wait. Springy. That's bulb mode. Put yours in yeah. B mode and see what happens. See if it sounds so springy. Well, I just shot a whole roll on B. No, this is mine. Ah, oh, mine sounds tight. Now, what about I had uh, tossed over? Oh, I didn't. It's in the box here. This is the camera that I bought on eBay. Yes. And it is it doesn't have the cool spy, you know, cocky no. shutter by it's it has a you know, these things. Finger. Well so now so now we're getting away from the from the roots. So we talked about the sixteen and we talked about the sixteen two. So what they did after that, um, well, I should say along with the sixteen, they invi- they they came out with a camera called the sixteen P. Um, which was a simplified version of this camera. So it's a, it's like a a little like what you got there. It's an ice cream sandwich looking thing. It doesn't pop closed and open cool style like James Bond's Minox. What? But, um, Sunderbrack. And it has a single shutter speed of 1 one hundredth. So you've got a fixed shutter. So you've got to be careful when you're shooting that. Oh, you know, pick your, pick your film. And then four years later, Pussy 1964, they came out with what you've got there, which is the 16 PS. The PS is busted <laughs> is p.s i'm busted p.s a junk it um, came with all the books that's nice that's well great oh, what a great consolation <laughs> they'll, prize. they'll keep you warm when you set them on fire this winter <laughs> so mark is holding the camera i bought this kit on ebay came in the original box i like the pouch has a, a green 1960s you know olive green pouch yeah that's ugly. and the cartridge which you need to shoot which is a beautiful n- new looking box well, but, check this out. Look what I got. Wait, look what's inside the pouch. Another pouch. <laughs> pouch in a pouch. No, look, I got this. Is the this is what the height? This? this is the fancy leather case. Look at that. Wait a minute. There's this. Oh, that's on very the nice. That's the leather case for yours. This is nice to have. Uh, it did not come with a cartridge, and uh, you know, I'm the guy who's been talking to everyone. It's like, hey, when you go on eBay, make sure you ask questions. <laughs> make sure it works. Make sure it works. And not only does the camera have a sticky shutter. But it doesn't even come with a cartridge, which means I can't even shoot with it. As I write this letter. Yes. Now, what, so what you got here is so the PS is the same as the P, which isn't saying much, um, but it gave you the benefit of um, a second shutter speed. So instead of your fixed 1 100th, it's also got a 1 30th for, for using the flash. But, yeah, why bother? Nah. Unless you're getting it to complete your collection. Just get the 16.2. It's so awesome. This is another yeah. thing. This says Minolta clamp, and it's also completely empty. Oh, that's that's the flash clamp. Oh, but no you didn't way. get it. You got burned. I got burned. That's the flash clamp. That's the uh, that's your belt. Why would they give you empty. the box? Because who, they, they got mis- Because somebody shot with this. Who would do that? They used it. the film, so that's why it's not in the box. Right. They well, used that makes the clamp. sense. It went in a drawer. Stupid. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta be careful. So back in the day, so if you're buying a camera online that comes with a full kit with all of its original boxes, ask if there's anything in the box. When you back in the day, would you walk into your corner camera shop and they would stock Minolta 16 film on the shelf? I wouldn't be surprised. This was such a big format, and they made you know a million of these cameras over the span of. 20 years. Is this the kind of camera for like a connoisseur or like an everyman? Because my dad never had one of these cameras. They were pretty expensive at the time. The uh, the, the original um, 16 sold for 
adjusted for inflation, it was about three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, my dad never so, would have bought. So yeah, this wasn't a cheap no camera. So can you imagine? You know, you've already got a bunch of cameras, and you go out and you buy something that's the size of a pack of gum for three hundred and fifty dollars that takes tiny, tiny, grainy Especially pictures. Like it's it's a it's a gimmick. Yeah. Especially when Kodak was pushing their one ten cameras. Right, but yeah. which were like yeah. you know what forty bucks, five bucks. You can yeah. be very stealth with it. It's small. You can take photos without having something hanging around your neck. Oh, and it you throw it in your pocket. Great, it's so, so solid. I can to use. I can see the allure of someone who would, was really into photography. Right. at that time would go. Mm, the ease of use is worth the three hundred. But that but that's what we're saying is yeah. you know if if so if Lomo Not came dad, out though. if Lomo came okay. out right now with a tiny little beautiful sixteen millimeter. Spy camera. Hey, they make the film. And they said <laughs> wow. it was $350. Wow. Who would buy it? If they said it's $59.99, we, we all would. I totally get it. But, but if it was $350 in 1969. Well, I'm saying like right now, if this was three, if, if Lomo came out with this for $350, most of us would not buy it. Do no. they make cameras? So that, that's the point is that, you know, not a lot of people were buying these, I don't think. Um, they probably made great Christmas gifts, but. And That's why I think a lot of them turn up them in the draw. I think uh, a lot of them turn up in their original boxes, display cases, whatever. Because mm. I think yeah. an advanced hobbyist, yeah, would shoot with yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Also, it may have been more popular outside the U.S. You think? Don't you think? Yeah, it could have been. Hey, Hello, special little, guest star. Hello, little Goyle. <laughs> she wants to be on the show. What's okay. that? Your blankie, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Introducing Charlotte Dalzell. Hello, young lady. Hello. Do you shoot in any film cameras? No. She has. She shot some point shoots. You and Jack shot some pictures. You yeah. must have you shot developed stuff. The film. Is that true? Oh, that's yeah. right. You had kid kid day. Kid day, yeah. Yeah. And she's used to seeing hundreds of cameras around the house. And once that, and once when me and Daddy were in the lake, we he used his water camera. Mm-hmm. Is that Fine. right? Underwater or just in the water? Underwater. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about that one yet. That's coming up on a, on a future show. Save it for the next show, Charlotte. I bet you'll be shooting film cameras any day now. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being on the show. What show? <laughs> Bye. So that's the Minolta 16. Not oh. yet. We're not even done. Okay, go ahead. But wait, there's more. Um, there was also... We, we'll just gloss over it because... Uh, uh, we don't have any of them here to look at, but the the 16 EE uh, also came out in uh, 62, um, and then the EE2 came out a couple years later, and that was the light meter. Oh, same version. size. Uh, yeah, same size as the PS. More like the P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so we don't have one of those, but what we do have is the Big Daddy camera. Oh, the 16 MG. The okay. one I have is in this very fancy black and velvet presentation box. Oh, look at that. Look at that. It's beautiful, right? Beautiful. Look so this... The, look at the this? size of it. The, well, look at that, right? Oh. Beautiful. I mean, just this feels really nice. Yeah. Um, the machining on it is excellent. So the 16MG came out in 66. They made these for about five years. Completely different than anything, anything else that they had had out at the time. So this is... Um, got a uh, selenium meter so it's got a light meter on it which meant it didn't have to have a battery which would have exploded and ruined anyway the selenium meter mine actually still works even after all these years um, because I think it's been sitting in this presentation case since 
like the late 70s. It doesn't look like it was ever really used much. Um, The cool thing about this is you cannot fit the external filters like you can with the 16, but it's got a sliding lens cover, but you can slide back just half of the lens. Oops, if I can make it do it. You can slide back half of the lens cover, and it's got a portrait lens, a close-up lens built into the camera. look at that. So you can you can either have it as a portrait lens, which focuses down to like three or four feet, right? Or open it wide up. This has kind of a a, a wonky uh, exposure system where your your shutter speeds and your apertures are sort of linked to each other, right? So using like an EV system sort of thing. So that's a little annoying. It uh, it has a twenty. Oh, it goes down. To, I should say two point eight, but a twenty millimeter two point eight. It's got the PC port on the side, so you can use an electronic flash. But there's not really any easy way to attach a flash to it. As John was asking, the kind of a cool thing is, so it's got this little um, chain on the side. If, yeah. you, if you unscrew the hand chain, oh. it gives you a quarter 20 thread, so you could mount it sideways on a tripod. Very nice. And then it's got this little sidecar flash. Oh, oh look at that. The MG flash that screws on the side, a la the, uh, what do you call it? The oh, Kazam. <laughs> the Olympus uh, XM. Uh, the, the Olympus uh, XA. XA, that's it. That's wrong. It didn't sound right. So like the XA style where the flash screws on the side. What is that, electronic flash? This is, uh, no, this takes AG, the peanut bulbs. Oh, so. So the flash itself takes a battery. Oh, what kind of battery? Do you know? Uh, yeah, one of these little fellas right here. A W10. Okay. See this? See how big this battery is? Oh. The size of a Tootsie Roll. Do you think you <laughs> still get that? 15 volts. Jesus. 15 That's a 15 volts. volt battery. It's literally the size of a Tootsie Roll. It's. Like how much? Why do you need so much do juice? Not lick that. I don't. No. I guess to fire off those bulbs to make sure they go. Or maybe to fire like many rolls, like maybe the last. Yeah, time. I mean this battery might have lasted ten years. In and the camera. what is that called? A, a K what? Uh, a W ten. W ten. My I've particular. Never heard of them. My particular one. It still has the plastic on. Can it. you look up on your really? uh, Smarty thing there? W ten battery. Well, who, who no, some smarty thing. It's important to know. John's looking at his uh, negative network my, process. My shot film. And how is your shot film looking? Uh, oh, one, one roll is as bad as I thought it was. It is still made. Who makes it? Battery Mart. It's it's now called the W10 spare battery. Yes, I guess you can still get the. Oh yeah, you can still get the W10. Pentax Optio. I guess there was other cameras that used it. But the 504A, I guess, is the modern equivalent. The A220 or the 504A. What's it going for? Uh, 11 bucks from B&H. Okay. Um, but that's, it's round. Oh, okay. So now it's cylindrical. The one I have here is squarish. Uh, hopefully it will fit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I, I haven't broken this apart to see uh how it goes in there but. so this minolta 16 mg have you shot with that yet no this one is just a, a box queen um <laughs> i don't really care the right. the 16 2 that i have is so awesome fully manual with the exception of having uh, limited focal you know focus range but um there's no reason to not use my 16 2 it's great right. um the uh the, the other kind of neat thing oh so once you once you add your sidecar flash on here uh that does give you a tripod mount on the bottom so if you want to shoot it in landscape mode on a tripod, you'll have to put the sidecar Very flash nice. on. And then this also had a couple of little filters that you could get. And to put those on, the whole filter oh, wraps around that. the side look of the camera. That. Look at that. And then I can, I can either screw the, the hand strap back on or I can screw the flash on to hold. And, uh, and that only came with the, uh, 
a yellow filter or a UV filter, which are also sort of slightly useless. But again, you can convert your UV filter into something more interesting if you want. Much ado about nothing, you think? <laughs> what? The, the whole camera? Well, all those little doodads. I mean, you know. Yeah, I think. I mean, personally, if I was going to be doing, if I if I was on a desert island and my camera could only have two filters, I wouldn't have picked yellow and UV. Like, yeah, I, I, you well, yellow is good for black and white film, I guess. And that has a PC port on the side. It does have a PC port. So once you, it's kind of like a weird redundancy. But once you screw your your uh, bulb flash on the side, you then have a port that you could attach a flash mount mm. to. Like you could you could okay. figure out a way to put it. Now the camera's so long, out. you could probably play wiffle ball or ping pong with it. Yeah, I think these you are didn't think of that. I bet. I think these are ideal cameras. Very much from a hobbyist perspective. It's, yeah. it's like a hobbyist thing because yeah. the cartridges, you could reload them yourself in your little dark room at home. Oh, yeah. Yes. We didn't even get into that. That's the greatest thing about these is the Minolta 16 cartridge right out of the box are designed to be reloaded. It's the easiest film format I've ever seen for reloading. Um, the cartridge itself is, is in three pieces. Uh, there's the, there's the, the take-up side, which has the little sprocket wheel in it or not i shouldn't say sprocket sprocket a little it has a, a you should not use the word sprocket the little, yeah what do you call it's it it's a drop in for winding the winding yeah. the winding canister yep. whatever you want to call it spool um and the other side is a little slightly smaller side that just has the bare film, film bare film no sprocket required you basically in a dark bag you feel off about i mean it's supposed to be 18 inches but you know give or take preferably give um 18 or so inches of film the one side is taped on to this little spool, which is now stuck in here. So it's just simply a little cap, a little bit of scotch tape, a little bit of what do you call it, magic tape, clear tape. Um, one end of it, the other one you loop around and you just drop the 18 inches in here. And then these are just held on with a little piece of tape. So when you put it back together, mm. two little pieces of, again, scotch tape, and it's done. And it's light, tight. That's the way it came from the factory. You know, if, if you've ever tried to re-roll 110, you have to try and break those cartridges open very gently. Yes, gently. You know, Gentle down pressure. the original heat seams and whatever. And this one, not, you know, it's specifically designed to be reused 100 times. So it's great. I love the fact that it was specifically designed to be reloaded as many times as you wanted. So once you've got two or three of these, you're set for life. Um, and I luckily have about four of them. So. Right. And FPP is now stocking 16 millimeter 50 foot roll uh boxes of film yeah color slide 200 iso lomo purple incredible and uh kodak vision 200t beautiful color so if if you have your camera hanging around pick up some film and you could start loading it up i'm sure some folks out there have been uh 3d printing um, I found, I guess things happen in waves on eBay. Right now, I found things to be kind of quiet. Like if you search Minolta 16, you'll see, you'll see a few boxes of film. Not film, just the cartridges. Yeah. Expensive, like 35 bucks. For, the, for just one of these? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you'll see That's a lot. Bad. When I say a lot, I don't mean a lot, a lot. I mean like 10, Tons? 15 cameras. Yeah, I think it's at a low right now because clearly John, when John caught the bugs, so to speak, and he went on eBay, he found this that film seller that had yep. 
Lots of film. He had at That's least four lucky. or five lots. And those were homemade cartridges. Yep. Look, all the cartridges I got here, uh, I bought. Mine are all new in the box. So, yeah, we didn't even talk about the film. But originally, this was available with uh, the black and white film, which the one that I opened and shot, the, the, piece of tapes, the pieces of tape that were holding the cartridge together said right on them, plus X. Right. So that was the old uh, Kodak plus X. I shot it. Perfect. Did you, you scan it yet? Shot it, developed it, scanned I uh, did not scan it yet. I, by the time this airs, it will be scanned. Do you use the uh, Lomography 110 film holder? Um, I don't have a 110 holder, so these will be taped down. Okay. I don't have a 110 holder. Um, I have the, uh, the digitalizer. Oh, but, digitalizer. Yeah, but I've got the 35 millimeter. I don't have the 110 digitalizer. Oh, okay. So I'll, be, I'll have to tape these down. But um, it came out great. The, the stuff that I have uh, expired in 93 it's black and white, expired in 93, which in my book is fresh. Um, <laughs> so I shot it at the box speed of about a, of one, uh, ISO 125. Nailed it. Every frame that I shot came out great. Um, they look super crisp from what I can see, and uh, I'll be scanning it in, in the next couple of days, and, and you'll see it. Um, if, if you find the color stuff, and the, the, the one that I shot, like I said, expired in 93, which is basically new. I have another box here. That, <laughs> basically new. Which is 93, too. So I'll, I'll be shooting that. I have a couple others here from the early 80s uh, that I'll, I'll probably shoot as well. And then that'll give me four, four cartridges that I can reload with whatever. I, I happen to have a, a box of uh, Fujifilm Super HR film in front of me. Yes. Some microfilm. It's wonderful. Film. It's a wonderful film. So I'll be shooting that. And, I mean, there's a wide variety of stuff that's it's available. It's blue-sensitive. Yes. It is. It'll make uh, very chromey-looking portraits. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to load it. I'll probably load it up tomorrow. Now that I've got one empty cartridge, I'm going to load it so up and get shooting. So the film you processed, did you uh, process that in D76, or are you still on the X-Tall? I'm still going X-Tall. I just mixed up a new jug of D76 today, literally today. I've got a fresh... A fresh thirty-year-old batch of D seventy-six. <laughs> do you have? Do you keep track of like how many rolls of, uh, have you gone through that one batch of Extol? Oh, I don't even know. Thirty, forty. For real? Yeah. Of the X, the one liter Extol. You, you gave it to me in the one liter like seltzer bottle. Yeah. The 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 bottle itself <sighs> looks like it's chromed because there's so much silver in the bottle. The oh, bottle itself right. is silver because I've, I've developed so Leslie much. Leslie mentioned ten rolls per one liter. Well, that's fine. Unless I mean. Everybody loves Leslie. Everybody loves Matt. They do it different. <laughs> I use it until one day I develop a roll of film and it's blank. And then I'm like, all right, garbage. You're like but the road warrior of... Uh... It works. I mean, this is, this is the film you see in front of you, which is beautiful. And that's that, that X-Tall you gave me over a year ago. Jeez. It's been just sitting in a jar at room temperature... You could probably right, listen. Results vary. Yeah, I mean, and, so I, and 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 many good things ha- happen to Mark Dalzell that do not happen to the rest of us. Well, you know, if if you go to use it just one day saying. and it looks kind of brownish or it doesn't smell right, just dump it. Now, and, can you, know, you pour cheap. that through like a strainer and then take the extract the silver and like pour and make some earrings out of the all the silver that's in there? <laughs> some tiny tiny earrings. You know, uh, Jonathan. Yes, uh, my friend Jonathan, who. Um, is a producer and video camera guy and whatnot. That was his first job in the 70s was they had, like, there was a family down the street and they used to get all of the exposed film and stuff from, like, x-rays and photo labs and whatever, and they would, like, boil it down and get the silver out of it and oh. then sell the silver. That was, like, this this project they had in, the, in their garage. Oh my God. So they would give him, like, a buck an hour to, to like, dump 
boxes of x-rays into a drum of who knows what that explains quite a lot about jonathan so, yeah that was his first job stripping the that silver he, off x-rays every time he blinks every five seconds <laughs> exactly no. keeps telling the same story over and over again <laughs> folks out there listening if you have a minolta 16 or a minox please write us a letter podcast at filmphotographyproject.com Tell us about your experiences with it. Do you reload? What have you reloaded it with? Do you, do you buy 16-millimeter film stock? Would you consider buying these 50-foot rolls from the FPP? Mm-hmm. What have you been shooting in these cameras? Now it is letter time. Uh, uh, this You're pack- holding out. <laughs> well, Tim this Tams. What is over there? This is where the Tim, Tim Tams came right, from. These came from um, Peter Krasnowski. Port Carbon, Pennsylvania. Thank you very much. Port Carbon. That's a, that's a solid-sounding town. We love Tim Tams. We and then love this note, if you wouldn't mind reading Peter. this. Tim Tams. These are our favorite coffee crisps. Can I have a Tim ah. Tam? Can I have a Tim Tam? Yes, of course. Those are from Peter, Tim Tams? Yeah. All, all of this is from Peter. Look no. at all the, the coffee crisp is from... Uh, Sherry Christensen. And Sherry. Tim Tams are from Peter. A wide variety of Tim Tams. Yeah, they came in a big... Yeah. yeah, I only have one pack here. Sherry baby. Right? Um, Give me Tim Tam. Sherry Christensen. Is this oh. a letter I'm going to read? Yeah. Now my beer's gone. I would have enjoyed this with the beer. Go get another beer. You did a Tim Tam slam you in got your beer. Fridges of beer. You're not even driving. I can't. I can't drink that much beer anymore. I wake up the next day Two? feeling horrible. Two beers and I wake up the next day feeling like I got hit by a truck. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> These are good. Thanks, Peter. Uh, here's a letter from Sherry Christensen of Irma, Alberta, Canada. John, hold this up. Huh? RR1, Irma, Alberta. I haven't seen an RR address. What does that mean, RR? Rural route. She's just like, oh. she's out there. She is out there. Uh, hello, FPP crew. Thanks for the show. What show? I really enjoy it. It's taken me a year to listen to all of them. It's way better than the box of coffee crisps I'm sending you. What, the show's better than the coffee crisp? No, absolutely not, She's Sherry. completely wrong. That's Sorry. nice, but no. Coffee crisp is the best. However, I find you have enabled a great big case of gas. I've only been shooting film for a year. Well, that's not true. Does my Kodak Instamatic count? Yes. Of course it does. Keep up the great work. I have also sent you some buttons. Oh, yes. To celebrate Canada's 150th birthday on July 1st. Yes. A wide variety of... How many years? 150. Officially, on paper. What a young country. It was a, it, you know, it was like common law married for like 300 years before that, but it's only been official since 1860. So. Sherry Christensen, your fan from Alberta, Canada. Well, Thanks. now, Sherry Chris, Christensen, I am your fan. Yes. Sherry, I'm eating Sherry baby. from South Orange right now. Coffee Crisp right now, and I could swear that... Can I please have a Coffee Crisp? I could swear that Sherry corresponded with us maybe on Facebook <clears throat> or Flickr and said... <clears throat> That maybe more are coming? Is that true, Sherry? Oh, my God. We love it. Can we is get this the- another prophetic uh, message he's sending you? Just out? have him shipped to my house. Can we 
get these here in the states? Coffee crisp? I I don't think you can get them here. You can get like Arrow, and you can get Crunchies, and you Where? can get O Henrys. Like those you oh, see I from know time we, to time. Uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, and like the international section. Stuff. But for some reason, coffee crisp and caramel, which is my personal favorite. Mm. I bet um, you you can get them at Bed Bath and Beyond. They have a lot of crazy stuff. Okay, I'll check you it can out. Get coffee crisp at Bed Bath and Beyond. They have a whole like food section now. What do they think? I know they IKEA? have English candies, so they must have like you know. Yeah, Canadian I'm just specifically candy. coffee crisp. I don't think I've ever seen in the states. I don't really? know why. Yeah. All right, I'm going to check it out. I'll check it out. It's great. Coffee crisp is like a a giant mocha flavored Kit Kat. What is so these? good? Shari sent some pictures. Yeah, look at that's that. Where, oh, that's that's, that's that's where she lives. You want to know what rural route one looks like? That's, yeah, that's rural. It's just what is that? Hay, wheat. What hey, is that? What is that? Yeah, that's they hay. roll it like that. Yeah, they smoke it like that too. Yep. Wow. Smack it up. Flip it, rub it down. Next week, the whole gang will be and this, in town. And you know, I see a sprocket uh-huh. hole here. This must be from the Instamatic. This is a 110. Mm, or the 126. Oh, There's a little sprocket burn there. Mark, you are Columbo. That's right. Yeah, I just got one more question. I think one more question. What's this sprocket hole 35 there? millimeter in 126, maybe. Square. That one's not square. One square, one square. Well, she specifically says she's got an Instamatic. So, mm. so she's, she's putting her money where her mouth is. Proving it. Some light leak, sprocket hole. There you go. Nice. Cool. Nicely Thank you. done. Thank you so much. And thanks for the coffee, Chris. What else? I don't know. You want to read another re- uh, letter about a guy who uh, you've helped along the way? He's listening to the chair. Oh, <laughs> <coughs> so cute. We'll do one more letter it's and freaky. then we'll add it here. All right. This is from uh, Tim Phillips, Timothy Phillips. And he says, Michael and the gang, you bastards, I did it. I developed my first role. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ro- did you really say that B word? Yeah, Mike, I'm not making this up. Okay. You think I'm, I'd like to, I do love cursing. I do love to curse, and I will take any chance I can get to curse when it's on somebody else. And you can blame Timothy Phillips for this. You fabulous bastards, I did it. I developed my first role of film tonight, and I am hooked. I began listening to the podcast a few months ago with the intent of getting back into film shooting and eventually developing my own film. I spent a bunch of moolah at the FPP store. Nice, nice. (laughs) Since I believe you're doing God's work, and as such, it is my moral imperative to support you in in this endeavor. Thank you. Finally got my act together, and since it's raining today and the remnants of Hurricane Harvey are overhead, I decided to strike. My wife is a chemistry professor here in Maryland, and we have three daughters. That created two problems. First, my wife. <laughs> Tell Aww. me about it, Timothy. <laughs> since, since I was only developing one role, baby steps here, I needed, or so I thought, for help with the recipe. Well, it turns out chemists aren't that precise. She's not a particularly patient teacher, shocker. And I had to exile her back into the library and, to the, and the Netflix to get back to my sanity. The second problem is the children. Mm. But this was an opportunity. My <laughs> wife's chemistry background has taught her how dangerous some chemicals can be, so I found the solution in caffeinol. Overall, over, overall, pretty harmless. Using Chris Marquette's Film Photographer's Handbook and the caffeinol blog, I whipped up some caffeinol CH to develop some Ilford Black and White HP 5400. Okay. Bought, cool. of course, from the FPP store. Nice! I even got my wife to procure me some potassium bromide from her lab, which was not easy to get in the U.S. The four and nine-year-olds helped me mix and kept me on track with developing times and even some agitating, but not the film. Hmm. A perfect art of a perfect art and science lesson. Anyways, I thought I'd share my joy about shooting and now developing film. 
I am a former army officer and since 2004 have moved around the country 10 times plus a deployment overseas. Thank you for your service. And as a neat freak, I have shed almost everything from my pre-military life, but not my Minolta 5000. Very nice. So he kept his camera with him all those years and now he's developing film. Timothy, that's inspirational. Thank you. I can't wait to start developing. When I get my... Gotta do it. Yeah, when I get my lab box. Yep. It's always some excuse. Oh, I'm getting it soon. Yeah, uh, when my back pension simple. comes. What's that? Using a tank and reel. So simple. It is. Okay. Uh, you know what? But it's, my, Mike it's texted messy. earlier, and he, Mike texted and said, I'm on my way to John's house yeah. to pick you up to drive here. Yeah. After he texted you, yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me just quick develop that 16. Yeah. And I did it in that, in that span of time. Yeah. And by the time you got here, it was dried and ready to go. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I don't have a lab box. Mm, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Keep up the good work and can't wait for the shoes to start again in the fall. What show? Tim Phillips. Thank you, Tim. Another happy customer. Yes. Uh, it's greatly, you greatly. You get disgruntled letters, too? We should read them on the air. Do you get people uh, like, you no. ruined my life with film? <laughs> I get the blame letters of like, I blame you for, but it's all in good, jolly fun. Okay. I get a few letters that are just, you know, inquiries like, hey, uh, it would be great if I can go into the FPP store and see how much shipping will be before i actually go into the shopping Ooh. cart i mean you know i don't know this yeah, is really a ha- this is really a happy film club uh, so happy it is that this is, is true though i uh, that's that's my that i always do that when i'm shopping online just trying to figure out like what are they going to charge me is it going to be 30 bucks shipping or eight dollars shipping and you always that that is important but at the fpp store it's always free shipping that's not true <laughs> at all okay <laughs> Actually, but it's cheap. It is very cheap shipping. Uh, it, well, you're, see, you're in New Jersey, so you get cheap sh- shipping. But if you're on the other side of the world, it's just not going to be that cheap. I would like to chat all you're night You're going to be very happy when we figure this whole thing out. There are some early people. shows that are almost four hours long. What? I remember the ones that we used to do in 2012 were like two, two and a half hours oh easy. God. Wow, we used to have fun. You and Dane swearing into the microphones. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, really? That was fun. <laughs> Miss Dane. When can we get the Dane back? I tried to get him tonight. I texted him yesterday and said, we're recording tomorrow night. It's at my house. Come, drink, spend the night. You'll be home Friday by lunch. Like, oh, I can't. Uh, it's the night I clean. He said, it's the night I wash my beard. Like, <laughs> it's always something. He said, give me a few weeks notice, but it's, it's not, it's not, you know, I'll do the best Dude, I can. That's my Photoshop night. I know. I'm like, what, what are you doing? I've got Thursday so many night? heads to put on crazy things. Uh, I know. Uh, Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Uh, write us a letter. Say hey. Um, go to our show notes, filmphotographyproject.com. Click the podcast link. Podcast. You'll see show notes. Show. In the show notes, you'll see our physical address. Yeah. Uh, filmphotographyproject.com. Click on the email newsletter so you're signed up for our newsletter. It's yes. very important. Very informative. We're on the Facebook. You folks listening can go on our Facebook page because you actually listen to the show. What show? Flickr. This is a film photography podcast Flickr group. I've heard of Flickr. And that'll do it for today. Wow, this went really great. Yeah. I'll see you folks. Two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. The whole like gang's going to be here. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah.
you in on a little secret every day once a day give yourself a present don't plan it don't wait for it just let it happen could be a new shirt at the men's store a cat nap in your office chair or two cups of good hot black coffee like this a present like christmas Like a great cup of black coffee. Hey, uh, hey, you mind if I play your guitar? You know how? Yeah, I can play a little bit. Sure, right ahead. Cool, man, thanks. Appreciate it. It's a beautiful guitar. Yeah, I got it at Sears. That's ah, beautiful. I got a slide here.
It's a late train to mercy But I hope it never comes It's a late train to mercy I hope it never comes Makes you beg, steal or borrow But I hope it never comes It's a late train to mercy I hope it never